Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2000. Mike's Daily Podcast. 358, 2358. I don't think I mentioned the last number on the last podcast and that's because i was doing it so fast it was episode 2357 believe that it's true because i'm chronological and i obey the laws of uh, numbers chronological hey happy merry christmas mike's daily podcast my lovely lady friend is close by but i don't think i have a microphone if she there's Mike's it's over there if you want it. Daily but she's busy watching things. Podcast like cats. Yeah. Which spoiler alert, the podcast picture today is of a cat. A Rodler the cat. Our wonderful black cat. Well it's not you'll see in the podcast picture he's not entire he's kind of like yours truly graying a little bit. He's got a little bit of white in there, a little bit of brown, a little bit of red. But predominantly black And he is a fun, fun cat And so you'll see a podcast picture with him today Hanging out with a bear reindeer A bear reindeer Yes, the beloved, legendary bear reindeer That picture taken from today Let me tell you I have had a little bit of coffee today I also had some coquito Coquito is a Puerto Rican delicious Christmas drink. It has in it coconut milk. Um, what's that other milk? That, uh, oh, evaporated milk. It's got a little bit of rum. Yeah, you see where this is going. It's got... Oh, what was the other? Regular milk? No. Just evaporated and coconut milk is in it. Mm-mm. And yes, it will make you forget that the rest of Christmas is happening. It will fly by you before you know it. It's delicious. So. And here's today's podcast picture. The cat did not dip into the Coquito. Although that would be an awesome name for a cat. Coquito the cat. I don't know exactly what the word Coquito means. It could be something derogatory. Uh, so maybe you wouldn't want to call your cat that. But hey, in whatever world you live in, that might work. So I had a little bit of coffee today to keep me going because the rum will knock you off, make you want to sleep. But the coffee re-energized me, revitalized me. Oh, the late great Basil the Boxer here who never got to meet Rodler. But he did, he did know the bear reindeer. The bear reindeer, uh, the teddy bear and him got along for quite a while and they got, they had wonderful times together. And so you can see a picture, like I said, at mikesdailypodcast.com. Remembering the late great Basil the Boxer today and how many great Christmases we had with him. And I'm sure that's one thing every Christmas reminds you of those that are no longer here celebrating Christmas with you. So take a moment and remember them. And also remember to enjoy the times of the people that are still around. Because these are memories that you'll think back to later. Back to coffee. Did you know that coffee can improve your energy levels? Well, of course. And your reaction times. What? What's a Huh? I'm reacting to that at this moment. Because it is a stimulant. It's got the caffeine in there that's a stimulant. And the most... 
com- it is the most commonly consumed psychoactive substance in the world, caffeine. The caffeine is absorbed into your bloodstream. From there, it goes to your brain. In the brain, caffeine blocks adenosine. Ad- adenosine. Adenosine is an inhibitory an inhibitory neurotransmitter. Adenosine. Adenosine. Stop making a scene, Mike. When this happens, the amount of other neurotransmitters like neuropinephrine and dopamine nor norepinephrine. Norepinephrine? Nor Well, you're not on a microphone, so you're not helping. Miss, I know everything because I went to school and had good grades and I'm smart. And I'm a therapist. Hang on. Talk. Wait. Is that microphone even... That... No, I don't want to talk. You don't want to talk? No. Well, say the word really loud so we can hear you. Norepinephrine. Wow. So, norepinephrine is the name of that wonderful... Okay, thank you, Nora Ephron. Okay, so uh, w- the amount of Nora Ephron and dopamine, those are neurotransmitters, it increases leading to enhanced firing of neurons. Many controlled studies in humans show that coffee improves various aspects of brain function, including memory, mood, vigilance, energy levels, reaction times, and general mental function. This according to Healthline.com. Coffee can help you burn fat. It is found in almost every commercial fat-burning supplement. It's one of the few natural substances proven to aid in fat burning. Several studies show that caffeine can boost your metabolic rate by almost 11%. Other studies indicate that caffeine can specifically increase fat burning by as much as 10% in obese individuals. And in lean people, a whopping 29%. However, it's possible that these effects diminish in long-term coffee drinkers. It can also drastically improve your physical performance. Caffeine stimulates your nervous system, signaling fat cells to break down body fat. It also increases epinephrine, adrenaline levels in your blood. And this is the fight or flight hormone, which prepares your body for intense physical exertion. Caffeine breaks down body fat, making free fatty acids available as fuel. Given these effects, it's unsurprising that caffeine can improve physical performance by at least 12% on average So some people suggest having a strong cup of coffee an hour before you head to the gym. It also contains some essential nutrients. Yes, coffee contains riboflavin, vitamin B2, also vitamin B5, manganese and potassium, and magnesium and niacin, vitamin B3. It may lower your risk of type 2 diabetes. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Valley, Mont. The last uh, 10, 
Podcaster Valley 10, the last place on earth. Forgot the last part of that street, of that city, of the city name. So, elevated blood sugar levels caused by insulin resistance or reduced ability to secrete insulin is type 2 diabetes. Coffee drinkers have a significantly reduced risk of type 2 diabetes for some reason. Studies observe that people who drink the most coffee have almost a 50% lower risk of getting the disease. One study showed it as high as 67%. It may protect you from Alzheimer's disease and dementia. May lower your risk of Parkinson's even. May protect your liver. Several common diseases primarily affect the liver, including hepatitis, fatty liver disease, and many others. Many of these conditions can lead to cirrhosis, in which your liver is largely replaced by scar tissue. Coffee may protect against cirrhosis. People who drink four or more cups per day may have up to 80% lower risk. It can fight depression. Um, it, in a Harvard study published in 2011, women who drank four or more cups of coffee, coffee per day had a 20% lower risk of becoming depressed. It may lower your risk of certain types of cancer. One study with almost 500,000 people found that those who drank four to five cups of coffee per day had a 15% lower risk of colorectal cancer. And studies show that coffee drinkers have up to 40% lower risk of liver cancer. It doesn't cause heart disease. It may lower stroke risk. It may help you live longer, therefore. In two very large studies, drinking coffee was associated with a 20% reduced risk of death in men and 26% decreased risk of death in women over 18 to 24 years of age. And it is apparently the biggest source of antioxidants in the Western diet. For people who eat a standard Western diet, coffee may be one of the healthiest aspects of their diet because coffee is quite high in antioxidants. Studies show that many people get more antioxidants from coffee than from fruits and vegetables combined. In fact, coffee may be one of the healthiest beverages on the planet. So coffee can make you smarter. <laughs> it can help you burn fat physical performance, uh, type 2 diabetes, can fight against that and all the other stuff I mentioned. So yeah, pretty good. But now what about if you add cinnamon to your coffee? Cinnamon has five big health benefits. This according to BBC Good Food, which we watched the BBC today on YouTube because the queen, the queen gave her yearly Christmas speech on it. It's very nice to listen to her. Um, okay. Some of you are like, why did you waste your time? It was only 10 minutes. It's on YouTube. It's pretty interesting. Historic. Back in the day, if you ever saw the movie Queen, the King's Speech, uh, Queen Elizabeth's dad, he was played by Colin Firth in this movie. You know, he had a bad speech impediment. And so when he had to give his big speeches, which he 
had to do he really was forced to do because of the times they required him since they were in a world war and he had to fight that speech impediment and it was very difficult so she didn't really have that she spoke very well so I I maybe I should do a podcast on how to fight uh, speech impediments you need a trainer for that that's some difficult stuff I still can't get over some of my speech impediments <laughs> I think I had one right there cinnamon is thought to have many medicinal and soothing properties and is used frequently in Chinese herbal medicine the distinctive smell and flavor of cinnamon derives from the essential oils contained in the bark called cinnamaldehyde cinnamaldehyde displays antiviral antibacterial and antifungal properties it's in coquito oh it's in coquito thank you thank you Puerto Rican person over there that's very helpful with information my lovely lady friend some spices including cinnamon have oh Prebiotic properties. These bacteria may help restore the balance of bacteria in your gut, support digestive health, and alleviate any uh, digestive issues. It may help manage blood pressure. There's some evidence to suggest that the consumption of cinnamon is associated with a short-term reduction in blood pressure. Although the evidence is hopeful, it is early days and more long-term random controlled trials are needed. It lowers blood sugar and risk of type 2 diabetes. Wow. So if you put cinnamon in your coffee, you're really battling that type 2 diabetes. Affogato. Why did you say affogato over there? Because, oh yeah, because when you put the ice cream, a little scoop of ice cream in your coffee, make sure to put that cinnamon on there. Makes it delicious. It's a nice holiday drink. Cinnamon has a reputation for helping manage blood sugar. It appears to do this by a number of different mechanisms, including managing the amount of glucose that enters the bloodstream and mimicking the blood sugar management hormone insulin. Human trials are promising and suggest cinnamon may have a moderate effect on lowering fasting blood sugar levels in those with diabetes. And finally, number five, it may be beneficial for the aging brain. Conditions like Alzheimer's are more common as we age and are characterized by a progressive deterioration of brain cells. In Alzheimer's, accumulation of protein fragments in the brain act by slowing how a person thinks and remembers. Cinnamon contains two compounds that appear to inhibit the buildup of these proteins. Much of this evidence is derived from animal studies, so there's still more for us to learn with regards to the effects for humans. And that, once again, from... Actually, oh my gosh! This lady's name is Carrie Torrens, a qualified nutritionist with a postgraduate diploma in personalized nutrition and nutrition therapy. She is a member of the British Association for Nutrition and Lifestyle Medicine otherwise known as BANT, and a member of the Guild of Food Writers. Over the past 15 years, she has been a contributing author to a number of nutritional and cookery publications, including BBC Good Food. 
So I got that from bbcgoodfood.com. Very helpful. So I just wanted to share that with you today because we have a lot of things that are at the ready for us to consume that can help us down the road. Cinnamon and coffee. So Christmas was today. I never quite understood the war on Christmas. Fox News built the dumbest part of America's culture war with the war on Christmas story. This according to MediaMatters.org. We have to go all the way back to December 3rd of 2004, according to Parker Malloy, who wrote this. Fox News is now defunct The O'Reilly Factor debuted a recurring segment called Christmas Under Siege. And it featured a guy named Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Talks a little like that. Though Christmas was not and has never been under siege in any meaningful way. The disgraced former host Bill O'Reilly and Fox were set on pushing this victimization narrative laying the groundwork for what became known as the war on Christmas. In the 15 years since, Onlookers watched the very concept of objective reality fracture along political lines. Consumers of conservative media drifted even deeper into a world where a school's non-existent ban on red and green clothing became national news and a paranoid delusion was freely floated about a future in which people may be prohibited from displaying Christmas decorations. Wow. Hey, it got ratings. That's what this story goes on and on. Talks. It's, it's fascinating if you want to check it out at mediamatters.org. But that's basically what news does. It grabs some crazy Don Quixote type windmill that you know. Ah, it's a big dragon coming after us. Look out! Booster shots. Oh no! Once you take one, you'll have to take them over and over every five weeks. So it's just crazy. Wanted to throw that in there. We need to dial back that insanity and put our feet in reality. What a great suggestion. You know what? Some people got so mad at the fantasy that happened that certain people were fanning along that they decided to take the people responsible to court. And that involved two Georgia election workers They have sued Former President Donald Trump's attorney Rudy Giuliani And The right wing news network called One America News Ruby Freeman And Wandria Shamos Filed the lawsuit this past Thursday In the US District Court for the District of Columbia And said that because of both defendants The two who are a mother and daughter Have become the objects of vitriol Threats and harassment They found themselves In this unenviable Position not because Not based on anything they did but instead Because of a campaign of malicious Lies designed to Accuse them of interfering with a fair And impartial election Which is precisely what each of them Swore an oath to protect And that is in The lawsuit I'm quoting from it Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss specifically cited OAN, or One America News, owners Robert and Charles Herring, as well as reporter Chanel Rion, alongside Giuliani, 
and said they are responsible for assassinating their characters. Specifically, the suit alleges that the network engaged in a concreted effort, oh, a concerted effort to accuse Ms. Freeman and Ms. Moss of committing ballot fraud to steal the 2020 election, despite knowing the claims were not true. This, according to Yahoo News, and yes, yeah, about time, and these lawsuits should go on because of guy, this insanity. But in all, I was mentioning, we were talking about this. I think my mom, who's pretty conservative, and I were discussing this. Well, just the, you know, all these alleged, the election was a fraud and all of this alleged, there's uh, COVID-19 isn't really that bad and shouldn't worry about it, shouldn't take vaccines and all that. And all the fantasy type stuff. All these lawsuits, the only ones that are winning are the lawyers. That's all I had to say. Now I'm going to have some cinnamon to calm down, bring my blood pressure down. Look, we're outside a cafe anyway. Look who's here. Somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. Cafe anyway. Hi, Mac. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? Here's my horse in your lane. That's a disgruntled fit up there, tell you what. What? I think that Bill O'Reilly is the smartest man on the planet. In fact, when he was interviewing Trump a couple weeks ago, I wanted to go to that, but I couldn't because I don't like to travel because of all the mask wearing and whatnot. I think it's very... uh, I need some more cinnamon in order to finish this sentence. Okay, where's the cinnamon? Isn't that in Dune? Oh, no, that's Spice. They take they they have a drug called spice in Dune, don't they? Something like that. And then Sting is got his shirt off or something. Was that in the movie? Oh, that's not the latest movie. That was the old movie with the Kyle MacLachlan and uh, the other the the David Lynch one. Sting was in that one. In Dune. In Dune, yes, the original. But have as much cinnamon as you want, disgruntled player. Yeah, little Bill O'Reilly. All right. Well, whatever. Look who else is here. Hello, Mac. I'm making the delicious root beer hairston right now. <laughs> hey, this looks like some great root beer, some Christmas root beer. Mm. Does it have cinnamon in it? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. All right. Drink it right now. I'll cut you. Cinnamon. Ah, delicious cinnamon. Next show. It. We might have some uh, cinnamon muffins around somewhere. Or maybe that's just in the morning here at Cafe Anyway. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Thank you, lovely lady Fred, for stopping by. You're welcome. There she goes. Oh, she's my ride. I better go. Uh, thank you for listening. If you'd like to chime in about anything we covered, 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast has been. But I'll probably get interrupted tomorrow because that's just what life does. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and don't forget, I'm on the radio. Uh, there's a link to the live radio show that I will be doing. You can listen to it. Just click on the link that you will find at mikesdailypodcast.com. And with more, it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.